You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 47. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds as you're working on your project. Let's grab a cup of coffee or tea, something good to drink, and let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our sponsor, Alejos 101. This is a program created for the brand new person, the Alejos who are eager to learn, to get started, and they want someone to help them through this process. Also, it's for Aborishas who, for one reason or another, they don't have a godparent right now and they would like to continue on their journey. Want to get started? Then Alejos 101 is a great choice. It's an in-depth program with year-long benefits, which is going to guide you through from the A to the Zs of being an Alejo and being a very good and happy Aborisha to have a great experience. Want to know more? Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash A101 coming soon. This is an Ask a Priest episode. For those who are new to the podcast, welcome. This is a series where you, the community, asks questions that you have always wanted to ask a priest. And now you have the chance. I will put on the show notes how you can ask your burning question for a chance to get your question answered here on the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. But if you want to know right now, it's www.arishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest. There are two questions that we are going to tackle on this episode because they go well together. With that, let's get this episode started. Joan asks, how can I find out who is my Orisha? First of all, thank you so much, Joan. This question is one that is asked by pretty much everyone and anyone in the Orisha traditions and is a question that will always be asked. Here you go. The answer is going to vary by two perspectives, one being Lukumi and the other one, Isheshe. The plain answer in both of these planes is you can find out through divination, which is your Orisha. That is the simplest answer, but there are things beyond that. Let's start with Lukumi. In Lukumi, once you come into our traditions and through our structure, you might get Elekis. And after many, many readings, it might come up that you need to receive the hand of Ifa or, or, you know, the hand of Orumila or to crown. 
when you receive the hand of Ifa in Lukumi, they are supposed to be, well, they, there are supposed to be at least three Babalaos present to do what is called a Bahada. This is a specific reading in which your guardian angel is brought down. It's basically a reading to find out who your tutelary Orisha or your crowning Orisha is. Exciting, right? I'm sure. Note that this is usually done in conjunction to getting the hand of Ifa, but it's not a mandatory thing. Not every hand of Ifa will be combined with this ceremony or reading. Sometimes there will be bahadas where it's almost like an assembly line as folks have been waiting for the three babalaos to get together so that they can find out who their crowning orisha is. Here is another point to that. I know that there are olorishas who can do the bahada if they know how and they can find out who your orisha is. Here's a point that you're going to hear very often. In Lukumi, finding out who your tutelary Orisha is meant only when you are going to crown. I'll put it to you this way. It's seen as disrespectful to call to the oracle and to ask these babalaos to come out just to quote unquote find out if you are not even thinking about crowning. It's like, why do you want to know if you're not going to make that commitment to the priesthood? Something that I'm going to mention to you as well is that most people don't get a bahada until right before they crown. This is a wise practice as by then it's like they have a free pass. They can change your mind. They're like, uh, uh-uh, I don't want to do this until they are sure, 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 like a hundred percent sure, sure. Because it's seen as a frivolous thing just to find out because you just want to know. To learn who your Orisha is without your commitment to that Orisha is a no-no in the Lukumi traditions as a whole. Although I will mention some houses can be lenient and they can have you participate if they're having a Bahada and you really, really, really want to know. Some houses will actually allow that. Here is a bit more information. In Isheshe, this is an Isheshe point of view for you. When babies are born, they have an asentalle, they have a naming ceremony, and many times their tutelary orisha will be cast for during that ceremony. Why is that? Many Yoruba believe that if you know which orisha walks with that child, then you know the challenges that this child is going to face. And it's going to give parents a better idea of what they're going to be dealing with in the future when it comes to this kid. As the children of Orishas have a particular set of challenges with the Ita from the Asentaya or the naming ceremony for that child, and in combination with knowing who that Orisha is, the parents have a better roadmap until that child gets older. And then when other ceremonies are done, they're just going to focus on that ceremony and what that entails as part of their, their journey, as part of their, their life's path. Also, when adults are coming into Isheshe, it's not uncommon 
to find out early who your tutelary Orisha is, even if you're meant to initiate or not. This isn't as though you're about to initiate right now, but more for you to know and to help you emulate and learn the lessons from that Orisha that accompanies you on earth. Here's the tidbit, which I'm sure you have heard at some point or another. And if this is your first time, well, here it is. Whenever you're paired with an Orisha, it's usually because you are the opposite of that Orisha and you need to learn to get better, to help you to reach your destiny. Either way that you come in to the oracles to find out which is your head Orisha, there are only three ways to find out. Three. A reading with an Olorisha or Santero who knows the ceremony, an Oba or Oriate, or a Bajada with the three Babalaos during the hand of Ifa, or just the Bajada with the three Babalaos that are usually present. I've seen it done with two, but that's because the third one couldn't make it and they those two Babalaos still had to work it out. It worked, but it's usually three Babalaos. Here are several ways that you cannot find out who your crowning Orisha is. No, you cannot find out through any tarot reading who your head Orisha is. I don't care if it's a big YouTuber. You cannot. It is not a thing. Tarot and finding out who your Orisha is is not a thing. No, you cannot find out through any dreams who it is. Because only verification through the oracles is what matter. I'm not going to downplay the dreams, but any Orisha can be in your life at any point. No, you cannot tell who the head Orisha is by believing that you have a connection with said energy. No, you cannot wish it to be your favorite Orisha. Oh my God, I love Changoka Biasile. I love it. I love it. It's got to be my head Orisha. No, that is, that is not a thing. No, you cannot have the Orisha on your head marked because you lifted some altar and some YouTuber or TikToker told you that that's how it's done. It has to be done only with Ifa or the Diloguns. There is no other way. Here's another tidbit for you. You can go to an Olorisha or a Santero to, to get your head Orisha figured out. However, they can take you then to Ifa to confirm. But remember this. Once you go to Ifa, you must never ask again. Once Ifa says so, that is it. It is done. It is very exciting to find out who your Arisha is. And I will tell you, when you are starting out, you can speculate all you want. I think this is a fun aspect of growing up in the traditions. It's okay. You're like, oh my God, I love this. I love that. Maybe I'm a child of Oshun. That's okay. You can speculate all you want. You can have fun with it. Oh, I could be a child of Eshu because da, 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 da. Or my God, Chango, because I'm this way. It could be. It could not be. We don't know. But only through divination, 
you will find out. If you are one of those persons who really need to know, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. It is Obatala. Obatala owns all the heads until your bahada is done. So if you need to have an erasure because you absolutely must, because, oh my God, you are a child of Obatala. Some people really get hung up on, I need to know who my Orisha is. Well, there you go. You're a child of Obatala. Obatala is your Orisha. And when you go through your Bahada, then you will confirm the one who walks with you. With that, let's move on to the next question. Alam asks, how can I know my Orisha? Alam, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Thank you so much for this question. This question could be answered in two ways, which is why I combined it in this episode. If you meant to ask the question like Joan, like how do I know my Orisha or if that's how you meant, well, you got your answer. You're good to go. If you meant to ask how you can know your Orisha in the context of getting to know someone, like how you're getting to know a friend or, you know, someone else, then this is a great question that goes hand in hand with the one that Joan asked. It all starts with a reading to find out which Orishas are around us. When you get a reading, that doesn't mean that because Oshun is around you, that that is your tutelary Orisha. It's just that the energy around you is what's keeping this Orisha around you for one reason or another. Let's say you want to get to know, you found out who your crowning Orisha is and you want to get to know this crowning Orisha or any Orisha that is in your life at this time. Let's say that Elegba was around you and helped you with something important, whatever it was, and you want to get to know him better. Great. Speak with the priest that read you and ask this question. How can I get to know this Orisha? So right now we're going to talk about Elegba. We're going to use Elegba as an example. How can I get to know Elegba? If you're working with a great priest, with a really good priest, they're going to give you a couple of things that you can do. The one thing that you can, should, and I strongly, I should put my mouth on a mic, strongly advise you to do is to bring an ademu or an offering to this orisha, to that priest's house every time you're coming to visit. Why is that? Because when you do that, the priest will have to present what you are bringing to the Orisha. What happens then is they're going to do the water. They're going to sprinkle the water. They're going to do a bunch of prayers and the Orisha is going to be invoked. They're going to call the Orisha to come to the shrine and the priest will speak on your behalf and you might even get a chance to speak directly to the Orisha. Some houses, only the priest speaks on behalf of a non-initiate. Some houses will allow you to speak. The Orisha, in either of those situations, the Orisha will get to know you. And 
you will get to know that Orisha. This goes for all the Orishas, Obatala, Yamayao, Yao, Shunchango, everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. And Egung too, everybody. The priests are your gateway to the Orishas. When you go to readings, the best part of that is that you're going to get recommendations. And in some readings, you might get recommendations of practices and habits that you should have in your life in conjunction to Orisha. I'm going to give you this example. Uh, we're going to go back to Alegba. And you love him. Yay, go Alegba. Yes, but in your reading, it came out that you should be kind and giving to the homeless. Or whenever you go through a crossroad that you should say and do something, right? And you do that. Then you do exactly what was prescribed. What winds up happening is that the Orishas start to become a part of your daily life. Whenever you see a homeless person, then you're going to give them money because remember that's part of the recommendation, although we should help. Because if you didn't know, Eshu tends to dress in different ways and a homeless person is one of his favorite disguises. And who knows, you might have just handed Eshu that coin and dollar bill. You didn't even know that was the Orisha right there. Another way to know your Orisha or the Orishas is to complete your spiritual work prescribed by this great priest that you are working with. Yes, when you do that, you are knowing the Orisha. The why they sent you to get whatever it is for your Ebol, right? your spiritual work that you're doing. And then when you are completing it, now it's time for you to bring all these things that you were asked to get. And you're going to go through that ceremony. You're getting to know that Orisha. Here is another great way to know Orisha. And that is to show up to everything that your spiritual family is doing. You don't have a spiritual family. You're just working with that priest. You call them up. Hey, Baba so-and-so. Hey, Ia so-and-so. Do you have anything going on? Are there any abodes that or anything coming up that I can help with? I can clean. I can wash dishes. I can pick things up for you. I just want to help. You get to learn about the Batakis this way. During setup and cleanup during events, you get to hear things that normally you would not. You get to learn. You get to know your Orisha. You could own a library full of Orisha books. Those big expensive $800 ones that exist in Amazon. Yep, you own it. And that out of print one, you own that too. But these experiences will always beat your packed library of books and books and books. The feeling, the experience, the words, the stories, the, I have found that I've learned more when I am doing those things because we're in the middle of cleaning up in anything. And let's say we're doing something for a legba and the priest will stop and he's like, oh, you know why? You know why we do that? You know, there's a pataki that says da, 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 da. I'm like, 
wow, I didn't know that. That is freaking cool. So you get to know your Orisha. Another way is to heed any advice when you do receive an Orisha or said Orisha. This will be another topic as this question is geared more towards the new person. And if you're receiving the Orisha, that means you're crowning. And this is not a discussion that we should be having here because your godparent is the one who's going to guide you through that process. I'm hoping that these questions and responses help you when it comes to finding out who your Orisha is and how to get to know this Orisha or the Orishas. You have reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. A couple of things. This episode is brought to you by Alejos 101, the program written for the brand new person in the Orisha traditions, as well as the Aborisha and those who have been struggling to find their way. This program focuses on how to pick a priest, how to choose a godparent, how to know when a priest is cutting corners with you, how to recognize scammers, how to work with Ori, how to start from the beginning and If you want to learn more, get on the list. Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash A101 coming soon altogether and get on that list because you deserve to start learning. You deserve to start on your path. Remember, if you have a burning question that you've always wanted to ask a priest in the Orisha traditions. Ask a priest is here to help with that. Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest, no dashes altogether. Ask away. If your question is chosen, we will let you know. Exciting stuff, right? For show notes, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash four seven. If you liked this episode and found it useful to you and your growth, share this podcast episode so that someone else can get something out of it. And I would be so, so grateful when you have a spare couple of five minutes, hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review. I read each and every one of them. And when you do that, it puts us on the map and it also gives us the fuel that we need to create more content, more podcast episodes to help you in your spiritual journeys. Those five minutes, they mean the world to me. And if you are on YouTube, like the episode, subscribe, but most importantly, Click on that little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will go through another of your questions from Ask a Priest. We are starting the year with a bang. We want to start out in a great energy to point you in the right direction to continue your spiritual journeys. I enjoyed this episode. I hope that you did as well. And I can't wait for the next one. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha 
bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.